0: Do you feel powerless when witnessing injustice, oppression, or blatant sin? As Christ followers, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11 calls us to have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. But done wrongly, exposure can destroy relationships and lives with judgment versus redemption. So on today's show, we'll dig deep into Bible stories to answer how and when should hidden sins be exposed righteously? I'm eager to tackle this topic because I've seen exposure done harmfully, like gossip that shreds reputations or Internet mob justice based on half-truths. We've all felt the sting of self-righteous judgment at times, yet Scripture shows there is a place for tearing off covers of darkness when approaching it God's way. We'll highlight Moses confronting an Egyptian slave master, Nathan revealing King David's adultery, Jesus clearing temple courts of swindlers, and more stories where hidden deeds came into the light. You'll discover God's heart behind exposing sins, how Jesus balanced patience and confronting evil, Paul's guidelines for restoring someone caught in sin, why we must examine our own hearts first. Too often the church has neglected its duty to expose violations of God's moral law happening in secret whether child abuse, scandals, or persecution behind closed doors. More comfortable with keeping up appearances than boldly fighting injustice in Jesus' name. But no more! This show equips you to spearhead righteous reform in families, churches, communities, by biblically confronting sins, using Scripture as the gauge of morality over changing cultural fads. We point people to redemption, not condemnation. The world is desperate for light to expose its dark places. Empowered by Christ, together we can pierce the darkness by deploying the sword of spirit and shield of faith against wickedness. There is a right way to expose evil, one that values truth and togetherness. Join me for shining light on dark deeds as we dig deep into God's word for guidance.
1: Welcome to the God Chaser podcast, the ultimate destination for those yearning to cultivate a passionate intimate relationship with God. Join your host Evan Evans as he explores the depths of scripture shares inspiring testimonies, and provides practical guidance to help you become a true God chaser. Discover the transformative power of pursuing God's presence and be inspired to reignite your spiritual journey. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and get ready to embark on an adventure that will change your life forever. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Let the chase begin.
0: Welcome God Chasers to another episode on the God Chaser Podcast. With me, Evan Evans, what thrills me most is pursuing the God who pursues us with outrageous love. Yet I must confess something grieves him deeply, secret sins hiding in darkness, those deeds bearing bad fruit, wounding ourselves and others against his perfect ways. As Christ's followers, we're commissioned as light bearers into a lost world. But the lampstand of our own souls must burn brightly, fueled by the Spirit, to overpower darkness. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, Jesus declared, You are the light of the world. Then a few verses later, in chapter 5, verse 16, He challenges, Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. When we walk authentically in the light ourselves, exposing deeds opposed to God's kingdom, we give space for His grace to transform lives. But how do we expose in a way that heals rather than hurts? The Apostle Paul cautions, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Without the light of truth, evil deeds multiply unrestrained. But he continues in verse 13, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. This reveals the purpose behind exposing dark acts, to redeem, not condemn. Think of when doctors expose and diagnose illness, Not to shame the patient, but to prescribe healing treatment leading to health. Spiritual light exposes sickness behind symptoms, so the great physician can redeem and restore lives to wholeness. As we shine light together on injustice, oppression, and secret sin, it undoubtedly gets uncomfortable. But pressing through discomfort is how spiritual breakthrough happens. Dormant eyes gradually awaken to see corruption. While we reflect more and more the image of Jesus, vanquisher over wickedness. This process requires grace and truth in tandem. So I implore we heed Christ's example who perfectly balance both. The world is desperate for light bearers to expose its cancerous shadows, but it must shine as a beacon toward the great healer, not as a harsh spotlight of judgment. Let's pursue God's vision for righteousness together by biblically exposing deeds of darkness and irresistibly changing culture through Christ-like redemption. I can't wait to delve into this holy topic together. What exactly constitutes these fruitless deeds of darkness that Ephesians chapter 5 compels Christians to expose? This refers primarily to sins, corruption, hypocrisy, or moral compromises that are conducted in secret with the mistaken idea that no one will ever discover them. Yet, as we see repeatedly in Scripture, darkness and hidden sins have a way of eventually being dragged into the piercing light. Secrecy often breeds mounting shame, anxiety, guilt, and harsh judgments when finally exposed. For example, in Joshua chapter 7, we read the story of Achan, an Israelite soldier who secretly kept devoted treasures and spoil from Jericho under his tent after God had commanded it all to be set apart for destruction. He likely thought no one would know amidst the pillaging of the conquered city. Yet his secret sin ended up bringing judgment from God upon the entire nation of Israel in their next battle at Ai, halting their progress. Lives were lost over one man's hidden disobedience. It was only when the lot fell to Achan and he confessed his devoted items buried in his tent that the sin was fully exposed, atoned for, and Israel's fellowship with God restored. In 2 Kings 5, we see another case. The prophet Elisha healed Naaman, a Syrian commander of leprosy miraculously. Afterward, his servant Gehazi regretted that Elisha did not accept payment from Naaman. So secretly and deceptively, Gehazi chased down the healed Syrian and claimed Elisha now requested a talent of silver and two sets of clothing as gifts. His hidden scam may have succeeded except that Elisha supernaturally knew of Gehazi's sin and pronounced Naaman's leprosy would cling to the dishonest servant and his descendants forever as consequence. In the New Testament, Ananias and Sapphira met an even swifter judgment when their secret sin of pretending to donate full proceeds from a land sale to the apostles came to light acts chapter 5 verse 1, 11 despite no outward law requiring them to give it all their public deception before god cost them their lives on the spot what deeds of darkness might we be hiding today hoping to avoid consequences from authorities church leaders friends or even god himself are you hiding an addiction believing you have it under control as long as it remains in the shadows? This is like taking a chan's devoted things for yourself, despite knowing it brings harm. Bring it into the light through confession and godly counsel. Or have you secretly gossiped or embellished untrue stories about others to make yourself look better by hiding your own faults and failures? This copies Gehazi's decoy story to cover up his deception before Elisha. Hypocrisy and partial truths thrive in darkness, but cannot withstand light. Let God's illuminating truth prevail instead. Maybe you hide certain internet search histories or money spent on the side from a spouse or accountability partner. Whatever the secret sins, God sees them already, and they cannot truly remain concealed from our own consciences or community impacts forever. Secret sins demand confession and correction for our good. The key is humbly asking God to reveal any darkness within us needing to see light. For only the spirit who lives within believers can penetrate even the deepest shadows of our hearts. What fruitless deeds of darkness may be hidden there awaiting loving exposure for your freedom and restoration? Without question, God clearly models throughout Scripture the act of dragging hidden sins into the light. But we must examine His motivation in exposing evil. Is it chiefly to condemn and punish, or to restore and redeem even the worst of sinners? Consider when Moses, raised in Pharaoh's house, witnesses an Egyptian ruthlessly beating a Hebrew slave. Moses aligned with his oppressed people by killing the offender. This exposure of injustice led the Hebrews to accept that God would liberate through Moses. In his act to protect one slave, Moses exposed the greater systemic injustice happening against God's people. Through Nathan, God also creatively exposed King David's secret adultery and scheming to cover it up, which led to murder. Nathan appealed to David's innate sense of justice by telling a parable of a rich man stealing a poor man's beloved lamb. Enraged by the injustice, David pronounced judgment, at which point Nathan revealed, you are that man. This brilliant exposure by the prophet led to David's broken, repentant prayer of confession, and later to the restoration of his soul and kingdom. Even when immediate judgment falls on deceivers like Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5, the greater purpose remains safeguarding the purity of the early church against pretense and hidden agendas. Their shocking fate sternly warned any followers of the way against dark secrets and hypocrisy taking root among believers. God desires his bride without blemish. Yet Jesus himself demonstrates extraordinary patience and careful timing in exposing sins. In his penetrating parable of the wheat and weeds in Matthew 13, he reveals why God allows good and evil to mature together in the world for a season rather than attempting to hastily uproot immature sin like darnel weeds, which could destroy young wheat. There is a patient timing to God's ways. This should caution us against rushing to prematurely expose what we deem as wrong, whether in immature believers not grounded in grace or even non-believers still blinded to truth. In households, friendships, and spheres of influence, there remains a holy timing to compassionately appeal to sleeping consciences rather than virally condemn. Jesus' interaction with the woman caught in adultery in John chapter 8 models this redemptive approach perfectly. While not condoning her sin, He rescued her from condemnation by challenging her accusers to self-reflection. His purpose was to restore her life from self-destruction, not crush her beneath the religious law. This should be our motivation too, not to punish evildoers, but to model God's heart of reconciliation to all people. So may we thoughtfully shine light on dark deeds with both Christ-like purity and patience, aiming for restoration, not retaliation. When shining light in dark places, Scripture offers excellent case studies on exposing evil in a constructive way, oriented toward redemption, not condemnation. First and foremost, we must prayerfully examine our own conscience before confronting anyone else's sins. Jesus exemplified this perfectly when the Pharisees dragged the adulterous woman before Him, demanding judgment. Rather than answering immediately, Christ silently stooped down to write in the sand, as if to depict examining one's soul before God. After arising, He famously challenged her accusers, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. This divine insight into self-inspection before inspection dissolve the violently religious mob mentality? How often do we inspect others while neglecting ongoing confession before God in our personal lives? Additionally, when appropriate, we can highlight truth rather than explicitly expose hidden acts of wrongdoing at first. The prophet Elisha creatively demonstrated this when the king of Aram sent soldiers to capture him. Surrounded by the army, Elisha prayed for his servant's eyes to open to see God's heavenly forces protecting them. Then rather than condemn the adversaries, Elisha prepared a feast for them and sent them back to Aram unharmed. This demonstration of unexpected hospitality opened the Syrians' blinded eyes to see Israel pose no threat. The king then halted his attacks on Israel. What creative demonstrations of disarming truth can we devise to let light overcome darkness? Lastly, when direct accountability becomes necessary, correction should happen face to face not behind the back. Paul's dealing with Peter's compromised behavior in Galatians chapter 2 illustrates this. When Peter stopped eating with Gentile Christians to appease traditional Jews, his hypocrisy endangered early church unity regarding salvation by faith rather than law. So Paul directly called out Peter's public betrayal of gospel freedom and grace, holding the leader accountable person to person. In all things, our aim must align with Christ's ministry of tearing down walls of separation between God and humankind. We endure patiently as God does, while discreetly recognizing when a direct appeal to conscience makes redemption possible. Does our method of exposing evils emulate Jesus' overarching purpose to restore all people through sacrificial love? This should remain the plumb line by which we build our lives individually and collectively as God's temple of light overcoming darkness. As we conclude this journey into biblical wisdom for confronting dark deeds, let's crystallize key principles so they stick. Foremost, self-examination comes before examination of anyone else. Jesus shows us this when appealing to the consciences of violent religious accusers. As someone once said memorably, we must be silent always when you doubt your sense and deem them innocent till they've proved offense. Prayerfully searching our souls must come first. Do we see our own hidden prejudices and feelings of superiority that underlie our judgments of others' actions? Are we harboring secret sins, like anger, lust, or greed, that corrupt our clarity of vision and moral perception? Lord Jesus, reveal any inner Pharisee tendencies in me before I set out to critique others. Purify my perspective so that I may see all people through eyes of compassion as you see them. Help me discern context and pursue whole truth rather than superficial perception. Second, restoring broken relationships is a higher calling than merely exposing the flaws and failures of others. Elisha demonstrated this creative mercy by throwing a feast for the very soldiers who came to harm him, opening their blinded eyes through unexpected hospitality. May I manifest such grace, building bridges that inspire transformation rather than walls that merely berate brokenness. Third... Face-to-face caring reflects Christ's model far better than gossiping behind backs ever could. Paul publicly challenged Peter for his hypocrisy, but he did so out of love, seeking to reclaim the lost freedom of the gospel for all. May I likewise value people enough to gently help redeem them from harmful ways rather than shred reputations just to elevate my own ego. In all confrontation of evil Heavenly Father, Align my motives with yours to draw people back into trusting relationship with you and each other. Flow through me your perfect pairing of grace and truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. Remember to always keep chasing after God. See you next time. This episode of the God Chaser Podcast is proudly sponsored by God Chaser Apparel, the clothing line designed to empower and inspire your spiritual journey.
1: Are you a God chaser at heart? Do you want to share your passion for pursuing God with the world? God chaser apparel has got you covered, literally. With a wide range of stylish, high quality clothing and accessories, you can wear your faith proudly and spark conversations about your pursuit of God's presence. From bold statement tees to cozy hoodies, sleek hats, and much more, God chaser apparel has something for everyone. Plus, Every purchase supports our mission to inspire and encourage fellow believers on their journey toward a deeper relationship with Christ. Visit godchaser.faith today to explore our collection and find the perfect piece to express your passion for God. God Chaser Apparel, where faith meets fashion and the pursuit of God's presence becomes a lifestyle. Don't miss out. Head to godchaser.faith now and start wearing your faith boldly.
0: May you not just chase God, but find Him in the blessings big and small that He has in store for you. And there we have it, folks, another episode of God Chaser wrapped up. We hope you've been blessed by today's discussion, and we look forward to diving into more life-transforming topics with you in the future. Stay blessed and keep chasing after God.